Welcome to the Midnight Exchange. I'm Zachary, one of your hosts, and I'm here with Mario. The other host. Yeah. How's it going, Mario? It's going, Zach. It's going. Can't say it's going well or, or oh. if it's going bad, but it's going. I, I no, agree kidding. with that. Just kidding. It's going splendid, even when it's not. Uh, I, uh, I, I had a very interesting night that did not go at all as planned. Mm-hmm. So I uh, was working on the motion graphics last night for YouTube videos, and I, I've got a couple versions of them. Um, yeah, I'll send you like a low res version because it's going to take really long to render because it's just a ton of particles, like a ton of particles. Uh, but uh, anyways, I finished that up. I was getting ready to head to bed and. Well, I, I did go to bed, actually. And then I get a text message. My brother texts me. He's like, hey, you awake? I'm That's like, never good. The you awake text. Like, well, actually, sometimes you awake text is good. Sometimes. You know what I mean? Not not in this scenario, though. <laughs> not in this scenario. But usually the from a friend is, is, a, is a bad scenario. Yeah. So, so he texts me. He's like, you awake? I'm like, uh, I am trying to go to sleep though and then he sends me another text message he's like uh, uh he's like I'm, I'm with Corey, who's one of his friends um <laughs> our tire is flat <laughs> oh my god that's such a tame can problem you, well the tire completely blew up so he's like can you bring me my tire iron from the truck he's like we're on the road, I'm like, okay, where are you? Dude, this guy's all the way up in West Palm Beach. Oh, Jesus. For those of you who don't know, that's like 45 minutes from me. So at 2.30 in the morning, I'm driving up to West Palm Beach last night, sitting there for a while. Uh, once I got there, the, the uh, ranger pulled up right after I got there to help out with everything. Turns out he didn't have the right tire iron. Logan didn't, my brother, uh, didn't have the right tire iron. And then, uh, so the so the ranger came, helped him out, and then I finally got to head back at like three, three o'clock. So it was about four thirty by the time I got home and fell asleep last night. Jeez. Yeah. So that was that was my night. So if I sound a little a little tired or or strung out, it's uh, that's the reason. Not the drugs. No. That's a, not the, at all. Oh, I right. can handle the drugs. All right, cool. At least your brother wasn't like, hey, <laughs> I'm in jail. I killed someone. <laughs> <laughs> and by the end, by the Everglades, and me and Corey accidentally <laughs> we ran over an old lady and uh, wondering if you could come and help out. <laughs> yeah, that would be way worse. Get well, Corey, well, Corey, you have now made me uh, an accomplice in this. So I have two choices I either send my brother to jail. Or to help you find an alligator. Oh my god! Go find an alligator. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was that was craziness. I was not expecting that. Last thing in the world I was expecting. So I was so ready to go to sleep too. I was I was like, all right, I'm done. I finished it. Going to sleep now. Ding. Can you drive forty five oh, so minutes? You, to weren't you weren't asleep yet. You weren't asleep. Oh man, I'm gonna sleep tonight. Anyways, 
Uh, so this is day 12 of the 15 days. Stop the spread. Yeah. Is it really 12 already? I think it's 12, I think, or, or, uh, no, or I 11. No, it is 12. Last I looked, it was 10, but maybe that was a couple days ago. That was two days ago, I think. Yeah. You didn't watch an ounce of news yesterday? You know, I didn't either, but I didn't really have time. I uh, I did look up the stats for, you know, the coronavirus provided by... Uh, the uh, Johns Hopkins University. What's, it, what's it, the damage? It's got really good data on it, but uh, we're number one so in the world now. Aren't we've we? officially surpassed everybody. Yes, the U.S. is eighty-six thousand. China's only eighty-one thousand. Italy's eighty thousand. Now, I will say, I don't believe China's eighty-one thousand. I well, according to what they're saying and what they're at least they are, it could be eighty-one. It could be three hundred. I have no idea. Um, I wonder if they count all the people they that they that they like uh, sealed into apartment buildings. I wonder if they count those. You would think they would count those. Um, I I don't know. This seems to be accurate. It's been pretty consistent with other you know sources that I've seen. It's actually pulling from a lot of different sources. It some of the data sources here are the World Health Organization. The CDC, ECDC, NHC, DXY, and there's a few others. So they're they're just I don't know. aggregating all that data. But. I only know the, th the first three letters you said the CDC, but um, <laughs> <clears throat> unless you said the WHO, yeah, who? Um, yeah, man. But you know we're number one now, and now Broward County, uh, where we live, is. Uh, they're, I think, enforcing curfews starting today. I think it was last night, which... <laughs> it was last uh, night, which I means you were breaking yeah. the curfew. I thought it came out a few days ago, and then Michaela's dad That's told me, it was like, hey, he's like, hey, it's rolling out tonight. I'm like, I thought it was already out, but I'm like, okay. And then, then I, I got, got a text it. message at two in the morning to come pick somebody up. <laughs> so uh, I don't know what that means as far as situations like that go. Hopefully nothing bad. Um, you're going to jail today. They're just processing the paperwork. Well, I'll be going to jail in two weeks once the uh, once this stuff subsides. What is it like? Eleven o'clock curfew or something like that? I don't know. I didn't look it up. I mean, my life has completely changed. So there has been no leaving the house. Been nothing. An adventure is the grocery store now. That is that is the new norm mm -hmm. for the foreseeable future. And even at the grocery store, you're just like wondering which, you know, what can of beans you're going to pick up that's going to give you the coronavirus. Like it's going <laughs> to, it's like, it's a well, freaky, yeah. freaky time. You got these retarded, I, I'm sorry, there's no other word for them. Not politically correct. Stupid and retarded people. All right, it's not politically correct. Stupid, extremely stupid people. Jeez, Mario, come on, be offensive every now and then. Uh, uh, what is it? The Corona challenge or something? Have you seen that crap? Send me the video of you looking the toilet. That's the last thing I. Dude, it's <laughs> I'm just ridiculous. Kidding. Well, there was a kid. There was a kid. I actually always scroll past it when I see it. I need to get arrested. Yeah. Isn't he in the hospital now? 
No, no, not the toilet kid. There was a kid that walked through it like a grocery store and like licked all of the like went down an aisle, licked all of the deodorant and everything. And he got arrested for the for uh oh man, what was it? Like a terrorist an act of terror? Yeah, some exactly. That is an act of terror. It it you dude, you're you're freaking licking. It's the new things people are gonna go pick up in in a I would be terrified. Are you kidding me? No, um, what a stupid thing to go to jail for. I've always thought about that. You know, if you're going to go to jail, go to jail for like, you know, I feel like (laughs) the question does get asked when you go to jail, like what you in here for? Like, I feel like, like every movie, like, why are you in here? You know? And then there's always the guy who doesn't answer, which I think is the best answer you can give. There's the no answer. You just kind (sighs) of look at them glare. Yeah, you got to immediately, immediately assert yourself in there. Even if you went to jail for licking deodorant, like you have to, <laughs> you got to talk a big game. You got to sell it. Do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I mean, what is, there is no words for it. I really don't even want to, I don't even want to talk about it because these, these kids are so stupid. Yeah. So stupid. I Oh, it's the spring breakers with their human centipede drinking game. Ugh. Dude, that's disgusting, man. I saw one video I saw one video of that. It was on the on Instagram Explore page, something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, I guess they're not watching the same channels I'm watching. But um I don't think so. You know. You hear about young people tied up to ventilators and becomes pretty real especially when you start seeing like some of these like no pre-existing condition cases it's pretty freaky but and also it's just it's so selfish like literally all people are asking is for two weeks shut it down we could stomp this thing out and then we could adjust because we'll have the data in two weeks to really have a game plan you know but no people have to be selfish for two weeks they have to have their way and honestly i've seen people really temper down so i haven't seen a ton of it lately but um you know in the beginning you have these a bunch of ignorant kids out there for spring break just disregarding everything okay yeah but enough about coronavirus we're not coronavirus experts and this is not a coronavirus show it's not it's just it's relevant it is relevant yeah but uh speaking of relevant yeah you watch ozarks no, I, I have it on my list, but I haven't watched it. How, have you? It's like Breaking Bad on crack. Really? Oh, my God. I mean, right. I won't say it's better than Breaking Bad, but it's like Breaking Bad on crack. Like imagine, <laughs> imagine Breaking Bad, but imagine if Skyler and Walt Jr. knew, knew his secret from the beginning. <laughs> Interesting. So this is like a family deal here. Essentially. Mar- right. Marty Bird is... You know what? Marty Bird is... He would be a great president, Marty Bird from Ozarks. And you need, I wish you would have seen, watched this show, but I'll go on my Ozarks tangent. In order to hide that level of secret from your family and to operate as if everything is normal means you can deal, either you're A, you're either a sociopath and it doesn't affect you, which he might be a sociopath. Well, um, I don't think he's a sociopath. I think he's just a good guy who tried to make some quick money on the side. And then it got dark real quick. 
And so uh, he finds himself in a hole in season one where he gets in a, in debt to the cartel. And <laughs> he goes to o the Ozarks in, I think, Missouri, the Ozarks in Missouri. And uh, he essentially tries to open up shop over there. And just it just escalates to such a ridiculous level, the pressure and the, the situations that he finds himself in that you just look at Marty Bird and you're like, look, you know, you're a piece of crap, but man, you can handle some serious pressure, dude. Like <laughs> he'd be a good president in the middle of this. Oh, my goodness. This the coronavirus is nothing to what Marty Bird's had to put up with, like straight up. <laughs> <laughs> you need to watch it. I guess Walt also. I would love to see a Walt, Walter White, Marty Bird showdown. Interesting. I'll have to watch it before I can understand what that would look like. Well, I, I need I need it to happen because I want some sort of like Disney. You know how Disney Channel used to do like crossovers where you'd have like yeah. Boy Meets World and then you'd have like another show infiltrate Boy Meets World. And you're like, oh, my God, so cool. Same universe. Blah. Like, <laughs> I need there to be like a newspaper clipping that Marty picks up and it's talking about Heisenberg. Like, I, I need something like that. I need a crossover universe. I like I I do like when shows sometimes I like when shows do that. Other times I think it ruins the uh I'll I'll be honest the world itself. Yeah, it'll it'll eliminate the suspension of disbelief, but uh I would hate it. I would truly hate it. I'm just talking it, it would be funny in an uh, imaginary world. I'm not even sure how I feel about it with the superheroes crossing over into each other's. Uh. I I never really liked that because I just liked the, you know, like if I'm going to go watch a superhero movie and I want to watch, like, I don't know. I was going to say Batman, but I'm like, he's not really technically a superhero. And then I was going to say super, uh, Superman. And I was going to be like, nobody cares about Superman. And then I was going to say Iron Man, but then he's just like Batman. You were going to say Batman? Yeah. Batman's my favorite, like... He's not a superhero because he has no powers, but he's my favorite like uh, hero character, whatever you want to call him. Isn't he the unanimous? Uh, he's my favorite too. He's mine. Yeah, but I have I have a thing with Batman. It's and I I don't know if I've said this in an earlier podcast. It's a strong stance. Batman no, probably haven't. Batman in Batman suit can't film a daytime scene. No. It looks stupid. Oh, I know. Notice. It's just not good. Notice. He doesn't tend to stop crimes during the day. N well, most crimes happen at night where he is, too. Gotham City. No, but uh, it's a foolproof plan. He obviously has a kind of image he's trying to uphold. He obviously knows his suit doesn't translate well in the light of day. So just commit crimes during the day. You get away with it. Think about it. The Joker's opening scene in Dark Knight. He gets away with it clean. It's a pretty messy, messy robbery. Oh, but, it was. You know. I wonder if he's going to come up with his own suit for the daytime. It's it's Bruce Wayne. It's just, there you go. <laughs> you know, I never... He's, he's going to become a police officer or something. Would you take the Iron Man approach or would you take the Bruce Wayne approach? Would you, would you tell everybody you're a superhero or would you not? I would not. I, I like this. I like the secrecy of it. I don't think I would either. I don't think I would. Although my persona might fool you and you might say, yeah, no, he'd be Iron Man. <laughs> Which maybe. But 
Yeah, because Bruce Wayne really just... I gotta say, I enjoy the Bruce Wayne scenes more than I enjoy the Batman scenes. Bruce Wayne is more interesting than Batman. He's a very interesting person. But it's not him. He's Batman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, alright. So, Ozark Season 3 today, Netflix. Um, have people I'll take a look at it. I have people asking for the story archives page. They're like, when are you going to start putting content on there? I need some recommendations. I'm in a quarantine. I need recommendations. So that's not posted yet, but I'm going to give some top quarantine recommendations. Shows to watch. All right. I just started this off the top of my head right now. So Zach, can I get a drum roll? Uh, sure. All right, clocking in at number five. I'm going to go with, I should have really prepped this. I'm going to go number five. One more drum roll, please. Mindhunters <laughs> on Netflix. David Fincher directed and um, two seasons, so you can get on it quick. I think it's like five episodes a season, maybe more. No, I could be completely wrong about that. But you'll be hooked the whole time. Number four. Four. Let's go with Mad Men. Let's go Mad Men number four. Mad Men all the way. But Mad Men is just good all around her. So like watch it during this. Watch it afterwards. Well, Mad Men might be too long. It's six, five seasons, six, seven seasons. Yeah, but come on, you got eight hours a day, you knock out eight episodes per day, that's almost, what, a season for every two days? You could knock that out in about two weeks. I guess because I work from home, literally nothing has changed for me. I have not, like, had more time to to chill. I feel like I've had less, honestly. Every day it's 7pm and I'm like, I guess I'll never play Animal Crossing today. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right, number three. I'm going to go Breaking Bad because it's done. Okay. So you can watch the whole thing. Right. Number two. Let's go Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. I'm really enjoying that show. Peaky, Peaky, let me make this clear. Peaky Blinders is not better than shows three through five. It is actually a worse show. I agree with that statement. Uh, it is not better made. It's not better written. Really, that show is carried by its neck, like dragged on the floor by its neck by Tom... <laughs> By Tommy Shelby <laughs> and Arthur, Arthur Shelby. <laughs> yeah, that show is literally like pulled by a tear across, you know, to school, like Dennis the Menace style uh, by uh, Thomas yeah. Shelby. And then number one, we're gonna go. Drum roll. Drum roll. Yeah. We're gonna go Ozarks. Big surprise. Ozarks. We need some yeah, sound yeah. effects on the show. Back to Ozarks. Yeah, yeah. back to Ozarks because season three released yeah, I- today. I was thinking about getting a soundboard or something to put in here. We do. We we need some sort of like for there. I needed like a little, like a. I needed a unenthused popper noise. An unenthused like one bottle rocket noise. type. <laughs> okay. Not like a series of fireworks. Just one bottle rocket. Well, we can always add in some stuff after the fact. At least, at least, because uh, I don't want to fire off a bottle rocket in in my room. That that might be a little dangerous. Be, that's too heavily produced. If we have to put sound effects after the fact, we need a soundboard. 
Yeah, soundboard would be much nicer. It really would. Like it. Get one of those Kanye boards. Kanye. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. What is that called? It's called um, like nine buttons. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure it's I people. Don't... People who play it or people who have it are usually producers, <laughs> and they play it with the enthusiasm of like Beethoven on a piano. <laughs> like they press one button and they're like, yeah. "Are you talking about like the the Ableton launch pads or?" Type in what are you launch pad to? and see what it looks like. It's square. Is this like more rectangular or square? Dang, they're kind of cheap. The Ableton Launchpad? Yeah, man. Yeah. Get an Ableton Launchpad and we just put sound effects for each one, link it to OBS. I think we could, yeah. They're not All that over. expensive, so. I think it works that way. Yeah, maybe we do that. It does look very fancy. It is. I, I, I've used it once before. It's really nice. Um, and I think there's there's a smaller one that you could get that's not from them. Or at least I don't think it's from them. But uh, maybe that would be even better. Because we don't need like 45 buttons or however many's on it. You never know. You never uh, know. Yeah. Let yeah. me sound bite number 45. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're gonna be spending like five minutes trying to find the bite just to hit it all right seven over three down um so yesterday we announced the midnight exchange on social media yes we did for the first time and we're at 20 something followers what are we uh, at let me let me look it up actually we have a goal audience we have a goal we have quarterly yeah. goals, and so by the end of April, the goal is to have a hundred. What was the goal? A hundred subscribers. Period. Yeah, hundred subscribers on the podcast across all platforms, not counting social media. Now, out of those twenty something, who will actually follow the podcast? We don't know. Maybe twenty something, ten, maybe none. It won't be none. But maybe it'll be like ten. We got twenty-seven right now on uh, on Instagram. Not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Not bad. Twenty-seven. Um, so I actually started watching. Well, I should say I restarted watching a show, The Handmaid's Tale. Please, you've been going on about this for days. I I mentioned it one day, one time. Such an exaggeration. We're on the we're on the second or third day, so it's technically been days. Uh, yeah, but I haven't mentioned it in between. Anyways, uh, it's it's a really, it's actually a surprisingly well done show. I didn't think it would be as good as it is. Why? Why, Zach? Because there's, there's a bunch of women. That's that. Of course. Is that why it's surprisingly well made? That's the only reason I want to watch it. No, it's uh the production quality is really good. I love. I the think audio that's, that's going to be something, a part of this show, by the way. I'm just going to be me, like, trying to trip you up to go, like, to be politically incorrect, even though you said nothing politically incorrect. Just... Yeah, you're you're putting words in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, sorry, go on. Yeah, so, no, it's it, the production quality is really good on it. The score is great. Uh, like, every episode sounds great. It's mixed well. Uh, I like the color grading in it. The meticulous thought that goes into every shot and every scene 
Like if you watch it, it's 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 just insane. Like the the little details here and there that you wouldn't even think about. Like are, they're thinking about it. Are I you love it when people go down to that granular level? Are you watching for the first time or this is a repeat watch? I started watching it like when it first came out. So that was like three years ago. Um, we watched like the first episode and then stopped. Um, and then just recently we started it over again. So we rewatched the first episode, but everything else is new to me. I haven't seen anything else yet. So what's the basic premise of the show? So it, it takes place in the United States and you have this group of people who are they 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 like take the bible but they take it way too far okay and the united states turns into this totalitarian society um and they're they they force women to be handmaids not all women but a lot and it's like for for whatever reason i don't know what happened it looked like there may have been like a nuclear fallout or something somewhere um but people like aren't able to have kids anymore for some reason. Like, like uh, I think it was Mexico that like they didn't like the entire country didn't have a, a new child born in like three years. Uh, many other countries aren't able to have kids. Uh, the United States was, was having problems with that. And that's kind of how this, uh, this took place. That's how the show but, starts. Well, pretty, pretty much. Yeah. That's been that's you, been a you show. Learn some of that as you get into it, but I'm not really. That's uh, been a show you know. like near the top of my watch list mm -hmm. for so long. I kind of at this point I'm so behind that I'm like considering just waiting till the series ends. So yeah, but how how long is that going to be though? I don't know how many seasons are there right now. I think it's just three. So generally, a show like that would probably go five plus seasons. Hopefully, I think when you start crossing the five season threshold, you start like really, there's cause for concern. Like, I think seven seasons is the, like the ultimate, like, don't do anything past seven seasons. That's my feeling about it. You don't want to over, uh, overdo it either. So. Well, it's because there's very, it's not that there's few stories that can go seven seasons, but it's. The shows that I've seen go over seven seasons, the majority of them are stretching material and giving you like side filler plots that are just not um, good. So that's why the greatest shows of all time generally uh, are shows that didn't do that, like a Breaking mm -hmm. Bad, uh, Mad Men, um, The Wire, uh, shows that don't every episode matters. Every episode plays a part in, in something, you know, um, Look, a show that, well, that, that might be a different. Did you see Boardwalk Empire? No. That's a show that I watched recent that I got into it last year and finished it. Um, Boardwalk Empire is like phenomenal. Seasons one, and, seasons one and two. And then three, four, and five. I think the show was borderline canceled by season five. Really? I, I, yeah, I think it was canceled. And it was like one of HBO's top shows for, um, for a couple of years. And yeah, it was just pretty, it fizzled. It fizzled out into like mediocrity. I actually, I hated the, <laughs> I legit hated the final season of that show. Uh, yeah. You know, I, 
I still haven't even watched Game of Thrones yet, but I heard similar things with the last season. I heard it was terrible. See, I, I don't know if I'm in the minority. I don't think I am. I know every, I think universally most people hated the last two episodes of Game of Thrones. Um, I hated the last two seasons of Game of Thrones. <laughs> like it, it went very, the moment, do you care about spoilers right now? Honestly, no, not right now. I don't. To the audience, I'm giving you like a warning. If you care about Game of Thrones spoilers, just tune out. Literally stop this episode right now. You know who you are. Stop it. Yeah, we'll see you next time. So you don't care? You don't care? Right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so when Daenerys comes over to King's Landing, the show just picks up a pace that is so rushed that everything that should take like look honestly i think game of thrones needed two more seasons it was that rushed and it was because they're in my opinion you know it just seemed like the writers were done with the show like they they got a job with the star wars like they were they were tasked to write the next star wars they started getting busier i think it went away i think it's very tough it's a marathon to make a show like that and it just Everything just felt so rushed. It also didn't help that they, those writers did not sign up to be writing um, original content for the show. They literally ran out of content for the show. Like after, I don't know what season it was, but it was early on because the actual George R.R. R. Martin never finished the Game of Thrones series. So seasons one and two and three and four are super tight because it's like, this guy had the source material. They're just adapting it and doing it. And it's phenomenal because Benioff and Weiss are like top tier showrunners slash writers. So um, they're great at adapting. So the, it was phenomenal, like best show on TV for that period. Then it starts to get like, they're off on their own now. They're out of source material. This guy still hasn't finished the book. Um, and now they're just riffing. I'm, I'm assuming most of their plot points for a season was conducted in a meeting with Martin, like either throughout the season or, or I mean, prior and pre-production yeah. or like in one meeting. And I think I read somewhere that it was literally in one meeting where they would just ask him questions and he would say, yep, this happens here. This character ends up here, yada, yada, yada. So because of that, there was none of that development needed for the audience to believe the character turns, why the characters did certain things and why characters end up in their ultimate fates. Uh, and I won't say specific because I've already given kind of one spoiler, but it was not a major spoiler I gave because it was always kind of known. Um, but yeah, I just didn't believe the terms that they wanted me to believe at the end. It just it didn't sit well with me and it didn't sit well with, I think, the majority of the audience. Like I wouldn't be opposed to Game of Thrones, like literally the, <laughs> the producers being like, hey, we messed it up the last two seasons. We're going to we're going to redo. We're going to redo. So weird, though. I don't think I I could see a TV show or something like that where, where they just get to redeem themselves and, and recreate. I always thought I would say no, to, no to it. I always thought I would say no to it, but like for this, I would be okay with it straight so up. So it's that bad, huh? In my opinion, it's it's okay. It's not that it's badly made, like it's beautifully shot, except for the, one of the battles that it, it became a meme of how dark it was. Yeah. In fact, I was like, when I watched it live and, they, and the cinematographer, whoever color graded it, like got combative with his audience. Uh -huh. He's like, it was shot that way on purpose. It was shot that way on purpose. It's supposed to be experienced in this way. But bro, we, can't, we literally can't see the enemy. 
it's literally you see the army on one side and then it's just darkness on the other which is cool but at least we're expecting them to come into the light at some point so we can see some fighting yeah. the whole the whole the most of the fight i was like trying to see if my tv settings were wrong and like i was adjusting <laughs> but no like it did not matter um oh my gosh it, it was so you didn't know what was going on the whole time there was no way to gauge there's crit there's critique videos about this episode on youtube you can find everywhere from like good people who make uh good video essays uh it's not that the battle itself was bad it was just like it was very So I think the, uh, sorry, I got a distracting text message. Um, I think one of the battles that I hold, like it's A plus is mm -hmm. Lord of the Rings, Two Towers, the Battle of Helm's Deep. Okay. Have you ever seen Lord of the Rings? I've seen, it's been a long time, but I have seen it. Yes. Okay. That to I me, that to me is the way to do a battle, even mm -hmm. structure wise. Like it's perfect. It, it's literally perfect. Um, and to me, that's if I was directing a battle episode, I wouldn't copy the structure, but I would say, how far are we deviating from that? And how yeah. can we make how can we make that better? And this to me was like it was very hard to tell which side was winning. It was hard to tell um, what stage the battle in because you have to be able to tell those things as you're watching inherently. You got to know like, OK, the enemy's winning right now. Like they're up. They got the upper hand. There's ways to show that on camera. Um, and this was just hard to keep track of. It was overwhelming, but maybe I think that's what they wanted. They wanted you to feel overwhelmed and uh, like, like you're a soldier facing a, an enemy you can't see. So if that was the goal, then they accomplished it. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's, that seems like they took it a little bit too far, though. You have to watch it for yourself and see. Uh, All right. You have to watch it for wow. yourself. I, I honestly do think you have to watch Game of Thrones, but... It's it is very good. All right, that's my opinion. Well, people, I will uh, I will attempt attempt to watch it at some point soon. Hopefully, is it? It's not on Netflix or Hulu or anything like that, though, is it? It's on HBO. See, that's the problem. That's why I haven't watched it. All right, get a seven day trial and knock it out in seven days. In seven days? I don't think there's enough time. You have no, to. I, mean, I, I could not sleep. You have to risk your job. That's the only thing. Yeah. It's possible. I would. I would put it on in the background and, and like listen to it and watch it. But my, my days recently have, have been insane. I haven't had a minute to myself. This has been meetings. <laughs> I think it was Jimmy Kimmel or James Corden. I don't remember. Uh, they locked a a PA in a room. Mm -hmm. And they made him watch every episode of Game of Thrones in a row oh my before gosh. the before the finale on Sunday. So they made him do it like an entire week. <laughs> That's insane. And they bring him pizza. And he was going crazy. <laughs> like losing it because he's locked in a room or just what? He was locked in a room, like just only able to watch Game of Thrones. The that, I mean, even if it's a good show, man. Can only watch it for so long at any you know single point in time. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a great piece. I ended up watching like the whole little sketch, but he actually did it. Like he actually stayed in the room the entire time and finished the show. That's insane. I I would not be able to do that. I would just I would just go to sleep, and until you know the seven days were up, wake up to eat. Like, well, oh, he had no, there. Were, there was rules. He couldn't. Uh, <laughs> he 
he couldn't stop watching it. Like he had to continue to watch it. That just sounds miserable. All right, Zach, what do we have uh, coming up? Anything, anything on the, on the docket? We're going to start running out this episode and, uh, this one was very unstructured peeps. We didn't have a, a lot of time to structure it this week. No, we, uh, I mean, we had a we had a good call the other day, just kind of you know setting up a roadmap of some things that we want to do. I don't I don't want to talk about it yet on the podcast. Uh, some of the main points, but I mean, we we are going to start posting some content, creating some content aside from the podcast to kind of promote the co- podcast. So I'm looking forward to that. That'll be coming out soon, probably around the same time you're hearing this one. I would hope. Yeah, we have a That's we what, have. Uh, we've been meeting behind the scenes and just talking about strategy for the midnight exchange as a whole. And we'll get into it later. Like Zach said, uh, mm-hmm. we kind of have the same philosophy when it comes to work. Don't speak until you you got something to show pretty yeah. much. Um, and we don't have anything to show at the moment, but we, uh, we can, we can share. I mean, we do have some stuff to show, but um, we're going to just be sharing some social media content. If you can follow us, like us on there and just, you know, communicate. Uh, how you like an episode if you liked one part specifically and um share with your friends uh we're gonna be essentially posting highlights from from episodes and some inside joke memes that if you listen in you'll you'll pick up on and um just different things like that that we'll be be posting uh also we're gonna be having some guest hosts i know we mentioned that in the last episode uh we will have some guest hosts working some stuff out and figuring out how to do that with logistically um, <clears throat> and yeah, that's pretty much all we have to, all I have to say about what's coming up now. We're going to be more public with it, speaking about it more, uh, mm-hmm. not flooding you on our personal timelines, but, uh, trying to find ways to, uh, get people to listen to the show. Yeah. We can push, push some people over to the, the midnight exchange channels and, uh, just continue to grow those, uh, you know, put the content there. I think we'll be on like a IGTV, which is sort of a weird platform, but it kind of rolls into Instagram. Be on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. That's, I mean, that's pretty that's much it. it. That <clears throat> podcast networks. Perfect. Yeah. All right. But, uh, I think we can go ahead and uh, wrap this one up. If you're ready. Yeah, let's wrap this up. I want to work, get everything done today so I can go watch Ozarks. All right. I'm going to get everything done so I can go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm right, gonna so, I'm gonna call you before you go to sleep and say I got my my tire blew up <laughs> by the Everglades. Uh, no, <laughs> you're on your own tonight. Apparently the curfew goes in. I see some some of the I was looking it up. I'm like, what are the rules for this curfew? I think they thought they just copy pasted the rules from the purge. They just uh, <laughs> I, I I don't think so. But uh, <clears throat> no, some of the that. like Miami was saying like yo if you can't be out at all after. Whatever that would be time. great if that that's what they're um that's literally what their like sheriff says like in miami accent like yo you, you can't be out at this time like bro like just don't do it <laughs> bro just don't do it bro like we don't we're trying to kill this bro we're trying to stomp on the curve bro we're not trying to trying to cut the curve in half all right bro that, like that a true instantly turn into like a fi like a fiu bro like literally the sheriff's an fiu bro like <laughs> oh yeah, bro like things out of control in new york what do you want to do like you know you want to be you want to lick toilets you want to be on the beaches and in, in south beach no i want a pachanga bro like go home 
we, we knocked this thing out 14 days in la casa con la abuela and we knocked this thing out 14 days. That's it. That's it. 14 days. Stomp the curve. You should, <laughs> you should just take that snippet right there and, and post that. Just that. I'm telling you, if you had like a, you had a true, true FIU bro up there, literally in the White House, put him up there. Well, after Fauci speaks, you put him up there. Bro, we're not playing games up here. To be honest, like, you just, it's ridiculous at this point. It's, I actually just sent George Masvidal, the UFC fighter up there. It's super necessary that uh, that's a UFC. You wouldn't get that if you didn't watch, if you watched the UFC. You'd only get it if you're, it's super necessary. Stay inside. 14 days. All right, it's going on too long. All right, Zach. All right. All right. So if you want to follow us, you can follow us on Instagram at The Midnight Exchange, Facebook at The Midnight Exchange, Twitter at T-H-E-M-E Podcast. Uh, you can visit our website at themidnightexchange.com. If you want to send us an email, send an uh, email to podcast at themidnightexchange.com. And then uh, definitely uh, go click on the podcast links to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, whatever you're using. Uh, you know, leave a comment, leave a good review. At um, home. Catch you in the next one. At home. Staying yeah. at home doing these yeah, things. Don't, don't drive to Spotify and listen to it. That would be bad. But. Hashtag stop the curve, bro. Stop the curve. I'll put that in the notes. Thank you. All right. We'll see you all next time. We'll talk to you. I, I, I still am not used to this audio thing. There's no video. They're here, Zach. You just can't see them.